the one where nothing happened. Coming up on the broadcast. Hello and welcome to the broadcast. We're very happy you can join us today. For those of you tuning in for the first time, we are a spoiler and analysis show featured on the 90 Day Fiance Multiverse. This means we spill the tea on all the fraud and debate opinions about what is really going on. All sides are looked at and no stone is left unturned. If you enjoy the show, please consider leaving us a five-star review wherever you get your podcasts. These reviews really help grow the show. And now I'd like to bring in our wonderful co-hosts and fellow flight attendants, Hanakawa and Agent C. What's up? He's a flight attendant. You know, I am actually the right height for being a flight attendant. Because they're supposed to be short? Yeah. Well, But I'm, n- too, but I'm too thick. Am I allowed to make a joke here about buckling your seatbelt? <laughs> <laughs> Just don't let Tanya hear it. We need a sound bite about hot topic. No, um, yeah, our our producer tells me that sometimes I turn on this like flight attendant voice, and I think I just read that whole intro in our flight attendant voice. So that's you know, hi, welcome to the broadcast. That's a Valley Girl voice. That's not a flight oh, attendant voice. Sorry, I am from California, so there is some of that in there too. I've been on an airplane before. I know what flight attendants sound like. Okay. He's like, okay. oh, he flashbacks to writing. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the captain has turned off the fastened seatbelt light, and you may now move around the cabin. Bing. <laughs> I never get up. I keep my seatbelt on because I'm paranoid. And I have yeah, I do else. too. Where, where am I going to go? Where are you going to go? I go to the bathroom all the time because I drink a lot of water. That's the only place you can go. They say move That's around the cabin. You are now free to move about the cabin. We do ask that if you are remain seated, you keep your seatbelt fastened. Oh, my God. I tell you on the way to Iceland, like, because if you don't fly, uh, I don't I don't really know what's in the front. If you don't fly like business class, I guess you're just stuck in the back and everything is so small. So, like, you don't get up at all. See, that's different than when I fly, because before before the uh, the malware, um, I the had malware, uh, that would be the in the before times. The beer bug. The beer bug. In the, yes. <laughs> <laughs> before the dark times. Oh, my God. In the before times, there, there no, was had, travel. Yeah. I had elite status on airlines, so I was often in first class. Ow. And uh, so. Oh, and fancy. Usually, it, well, like I'd have to take business trips to like Seattle. And so it's a five. It's like a five, six hour flight from uh, from this part of the country. And so I'd get up midway and usually I just talk to the flight attendants for for like 10 minutes then go to the bathroom. You were that guy. You're that guy. I wasn't hitting on them. I was just sure you weren't. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Listen, listen, listen. In the in the in the era of cell phone. Listen, I know how this shit works. Okay. Um, Once you now do you know everything (laughs) about about talking to flight attendants? Yes. And (laughs) And how not and how not to get. Turn into a viral video. Yes, I, I, def, I definitely know know about that. <laughs> Until I complete my transformation to fully looking like George Clooney, I just, you know, very light, light chatter, you know, thank them for, you know, being nice and then go to the bathroom and sit down. So, so your next video is going to be about how to 
woo a flight attendant? Is that where we're going with this? I think it'd be more like how to get the Wi-Fi code. Yeah, it's more about how to get the Wi-Fi code and how not Uh-oh. to get turned into a viral video and get fired from your job. Yeah, oh, don't yeah. Do that. yeah. Don't, don't do that. that. Don't get yeah. fired from your job, you guys. That's terrible. That's yeah, when terrible. I worked at the hotel, I handed out Wi-Fi codes like candy. You're supposed to pay for them, but, you know, you have the regulars, right, that you're like, I'm not charging you $15 so you can check your email. You know, I, had a, I had a friend in college who worked, who said he worked at a hotel, and he had a lot of really kind of neat stories. Yeah, about, we could probably the, fill a podcast with my stories, good oh. and bad. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I will say, like, I, I really like the experience I had, but there's a lot of things that grew me up real quick. Coming oh. out of, so <laughs> coming I, out I, have to, I have to ask. Well, actually, I want to ask two things. Um, the first is, if we listen to your stories, are we never going to want to stay at a hotel again? I, I think you'll just be more aware when you're staying at a hotel. Okay. The second question is there is there a side of the Mormons we we don't know about, but maybe you've seen seen. Can't speak for the Mormons. <laughs> <laughs> is there a side? I don't. I don't know. Don't I never ask the question you I don't know. want the answer to. I I never knew the religion of my. Uh, the people uh, that stayed in the hotel, except for some of the housekeepers. A lot of the housekeepers were Orthodox Catholic. Um, so whenever there were incidents like, you know, someone passing, um, there, there, would, there would be a lot of, of help suggesting and coaxing to get them to uh, even be in the room afterwards. Like, not clean it up. They didn't have to clean anything up, but... Um, I, well, they I, might see a ghost. That's le- that's a legitimate fear, as we learned right. this week. Well, especially as, if correct. especially if someone's in there trying to poop and they see it, hear a ghost. You it's can't poop not, if there's a yeah, ghost. You can't poop if there's a ghost. <laughs> no, well, especially if it's, if you're a male and it's a female ghost. What are you supposed uh, to do? Okay, yeah, that well, was yeah. actually part of the best part of the show. He's like, because I had to it poop. actually like, comes what? between <laughs> the the sphincter and the, and the oh, the commode itself. No, we don't need that. Find a solution. There should have been a solution. Well, months we moved to another place, an apartment. I can't stay here for a month. And now we take you inside the episode. So this week we saw uh, Devin and Jihoon move to a new apartment in Seoul. And so what we know about this situation, actually. So a little birdie in production recently let me know that the this whole apartment storyline is actually completely made up by the producers. So the apartment that we see on Monday's episode of The Other Way, um, the one that they moved into, was actually the original apartment that Devin booked before she came to Korea. You know, when she shows up at the one apartment, she's like, it doesn't look anything like the pictures. That apartment was actually booked by production to create drama for the purposes of a storyline to blame Jihoon. So this tiny apartment, this whole storyline we've been seeing bored with for the last three or four episodes, complete bullshit. So they made it all. I mean, maybe he didn't make rent an apartment and she maybe there was some of that involved. But the apartment that that they moved into is the one that Devin had originally booked. 
when the, the nice, you know, plays with the, with the playground next to it and all that stuff. So, in fact, when we hear Devin saying you really eh, up this one, she was actually talking to the producers and not Ji-hoon. But the segment was edited to make it seem like it was Ji-hoon's fault. So, agency, it looks like your views on Ji-hoon may be vindicated on this time. Hashtag Ji-hoon did nothing wrong. Well, he may have done something Hashtag wrong. Hashtag Jihoon did nothing at all. That's the problem. <laughs> That's the freaking problem. Hashtag Jihoon did nothing. <sighs> well, problem. it's it's he could still be the deadbeat that Devin is ma- making him out to be, but not because of this this apartment fiasco nonsense. That was all producer storyline bullshit. Well, he. I mean, you never know now because everything is. I mean, um, I mean, do we know how much he makes off cameo? We don't know. <laughs> like, I know does, he. Like, I don't know I, if he does cameo. Does he? He does. He's on, ca- he, no, he's on cameo. He, I checked I mean, yesterday. I know he's on, but does he do cameo? Listen, do I'm people sure people order them. No, listen, I bet you that guy cleans up on cameo because I was watching his live that he did earlier tonight where he was basically saying, I'm still alive and don't worry about me. He had like 550 people in there and they were all women saying, Jihoon, we love you. Well, he probably so has cute. a following. Yeah, so, but they're going to get cameos I mean, from him. They're always all over the, the 90 day live saying we love you. Yeah. But I'm, I'm just saying, curious though, because I mean, that a subset of that's going to gonna want to get a cameo from him. So <laughs> probably, you know, is, is he is he uh, is he do is he doing, um, you know, uh, Darcy numbers or baby girl Lisa numbers? Because we know her numbers. Yeah. Um, maybe not, but uh, he he might still be doing okay. Speaking of cameo, did you know Azan 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 has which, a cameo? Which one is Azan. it? Of, of, of Nicole Azan. Azan or 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 Yazan? Who? Uh, no, no, A Z A N. Nicole's. Oh, Nicole um, and Azan. Nicole. Azan. You're not helping me help pronounce these things. <laughs> Uh, yeah, he, has, he, he has a cameo, but it's currently like deactivated. Like, it'll, I, but I'm curious he's, if he's ever done one. So, I mean, <laughs> I guess I'm like really inquiring the listeners if you if you had one. I just want to know if he actually does. Send it to I'm, us. I'm starting to feel like he's actually not a real person. Except that we saw him on multiple seasons. If you think, therefore, it is. What? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Is no, a, I, are you are you saying he's a force projection? Is he actually Luke Skywalker? I'm getting all oh, into. No. I don't know, but like, it's it's just so odd that he has take off the tinfoil hat, Hanakawa. I can't help it. It's Tuesday, but like, <laughs> I don't know. I know there's nothing cr- Tuesday. <laughs> I know there's nothing crazy happening there, and we see pictures, and maybe he's just not a social media person. Um, but it's you know, just so bizarre. He's like the one 90 day cast member that isn't trying to get cameo bucks. That isn't trying to do anything with the Instagram. Does he actually need money? Is Instagram just not that big in Morocco? Is he taken care of? Is Nicole taking good care of him? I don't know. I just find that to be an interesting observation. Though. You know, it could be that he's staying underground because if he does do a cameo or post on Instagram, Nicole might be able to find out where he is. And <laughs> <laughs> because, you know, we have our we have the followers who like help me like see IP information. I was like, whoa, oh, okay, well, yeah, you went deep. So like, like, oh, I that, thought- that, tra- that traffic sign in that tree can only be in this part in this area. <laughs> 
Asim does not want to be found. I had to give credit because I was like, even I didn't have like the, the, I guess, thought to like dig that deep. So to IP, what you're talking about is, well, yeah, we'll talk about it. We'll talk more about that when we get to the social media roundup, but uh, I can help explain better if people are like, what are you talking about? All right. All right. So um, just to tease a little bit, we did have an interview with Natalie. Um, Natalie is the woman who uh, Larissa spoke to on the phone in one of the recent episodes of Happily Ever After. She's been all over social media, again, posting receipts of her speaking with Larissa and Eric. Um, But she talked with us last week and divulged some details in our interview. And she confirms that, um, well, she confirms, I'm not going to say it, some things that have not been shared anywhere else about her time with Eric. So here is a preview of that interview. We had that phone call and uh, we talked about it, whatever. I mean... How did I know that this shit was being filmed? You you didn't know that that she had a camera crew with her at the time. No. Okay. No. Like the way she came at me was like girl to girl, woman to woman. You know. How much of the conversation was aired? Because I know it it feels like we just saw like a minute. Twenty (laughs) percent. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Because they made it like you know she called and you dive right into talking about. I sensitive details shared, but because like we were texting before and I couldn't believe that girl was calling me. (laughs) <laughs> you know, honestly, I like the who wasn't like, who the fuck are you? It was more like, no way is you. Mm-hmm. You are not calling me, you know? And I, like, especially like if she would have texted me and I would have been like, oh yeah, daddy. Hi. Like I miss you. It was never like that. I was like, go fuck yourself. Don't ever text me again. Why, why is this girl texting me? Why is this girl actually not texting me, calling me? In the middle of the night, have some self-respect and definitely respect me, period, period. I am a single woman. Not only that, above all things, I am a mother. Well, she had to wait until he was asleep, right? No, listen to me. You call in the bathroom while he's sleeping. No, no, I don't even (laughs) think it was about that. If I'm really honest with you, I think they did this on purpose. I think because I know because she, you guys have not seen shit, but I have a lot more screenshots from him or from her uh, where she confronted him uh, like via text or via Instagram or whatever uh, about these other women and him saying the same shit he said to me to other women. It's just that for some reason he decided to exaggerate it over me because let's be honest, I am good looking. You (laughs) You are. Thank (laughs) you. You're attractive. Thank you. You know, And, and because of what happened, you know, between him and I. And he absolutely, in my mind, now that I know everything, you know, and now that I've seen a lot and that I have gotten the chance to actually analyze shit on my own, I I definitely do believe that. Like, if this was a setup, for sure. Like, no doubt in my mind. Definitely. Oh, boy. (laughs) I want to listen to all that. I want to listen to the whole thing. You were there. (laughs) The whole thing. (laughs) It, it it was kind of lengthy, but um, not just the I, tip. I, oh dear! I think we got a, I think we got uh, a lot from it. You know, it's it's always nice when people want to reach out and people want to interview and speak. That you know, there's places for them to do it. So, yes, yes, and we had a really good time with her. It was. Um, it's a fun time. <laughs> mm-hmm. So go, if you want to check that out, go check it out on our Patreon. That's patreon.com slash the broadcast will be linked down in the show notes. All right. So we got one more thing we got to share with you. 
Who do and tell? and that is that word on the street <laughs> is that everybody's favorite British prince Tom has filmed at least one new program for TLC and maybe even mo- more than one new program for TLC and it doesn't involve Darcy in any way. <gasps> I, I I'm having a hard time getting my mind around what that could be. Well, we heard rumors once upon a time that they were going to be doing a dating show, so maybe it has something to do with that. I, I mean, there's I don't precedent know how for many it. people care anymore. Jesse was on Finding Love Live. Maybe they're going through all of Darcy's ex-boyfriends. Oh, could you Ooh. imagine? Well, there was a live that Ash did, um, and he kind of mumbled it. It was like one sentence where he said he's been working on something with TLC. They've been mm. filming something, but there wasn't any specification of what it would be, but it was kind of a teaser, so maybe it's related. Maybe we're going to yeah. have like a guy version of the Darcy show. Tom and Ash, everybody's favorite. Oh, that's right. They, they did get us together. It's Tom and Ash on Catfish. <laughs> oh, oh, Lord. Yeah. Um, well, you, you, it doesn't involve Darcy, right? So it doesn't involve Darcy. So it's not so we know it's not a pillow talk style comment show for the Darcy Stacy spinoff. Could well, you imagine? I though? was thinking like they, they do commenting. It would just, I, I couldn't, mean, no, because it's just, it's getting too much. It's like, I, I really, really, really need new faces. Yeah, I agree. Well, we I already really, know what really that would do. be like. It's like, it's, you know, B90 strikes back with him when he's on it. That's all it would be. And it's getting too meta. It's going to be like B90 strikes back to pillow talk and then pillow talk <laughs> strikes back to B90 strikes back to pillow talk. 90 day inception. Have Darcy commenting on <laughs> B90 strikes back at pillow talk. Going back, no. <laughs> nah. TLC is like killing me right now. <laughs> What's interesting with Tom, I was, I've, I've seen on the, at least in the social media, where you know realm. I'm not sure about in the people, you know, out there, the people who watch the show that are not all, all over the social media. But in social media, people, there's two camps. There's people who cannot stay on Tom, and they just want him off their screens. And then there's the people who just love him to death, no matter what he does and says. So I wonder which side is bigger. I mean, obviously, you know, we know TLC does everything that they do for ratings, right? So mm-hmm. if they're throwing Tom on an entire series and then maybe a se- whole second one after that, then they he must get pretty good ratings for them, right? Despite what we see on maybe social media, people, I did a, po- a poll recently and people were like, just get him off my screen. Well, after he called Darcy fat, I mean, that kind of killed his 90-day career. I don't know what else people want to hear out of his mouth right now. But here's the thing. He also gets the community riled up, and then they create content that they can then do spinoff shows of him reacting to. <sighs> right? Because they are, they, they, are, they are starving for content because of the Rona, and no one can travel. You are nothing to me right now. I'm glad. Yeah, okay. And try not to ruin the next one. And now let's go to Katrina's court. Okay, so this week in Katrina's court, uh, I got to take it to Yazan and his ultimatum. Now, given how fake this entire, their entire relationship storyline probably is, we don't have evidence of that, but that's our, my strong suspicion. So uh, 
this whole, this, everything this week was kind of like nothing really happened. So I got to go with this one. So he takes, he takes Brittany to see his uncle and they have this whole conversation about, um, converting, not converting this whole thing. And then he gives her a lesson on prayer and whatnot. And she's like, okay, this is kind of cool. And they had, then they talk and she says, she'll consider it. She'll consider converting to Islam. And then suddenly he's like, you have three days to decide. Like what, where did that come from? Setting aside the fact again, that this whole thing is probably fake and that she is in the U S currently. None of this makes any sense. Yes. Yes. I know she is still married and that's kind of a big issue, and she needs to, like, have told him that before she came over, just like he needed to have told her that, like, his parents want him to marry a Muslim, so she needs to be Muslim. But as far as the storyline goes, just no. Like, Yazan, no. So you don't get, like, she, she, she was actually completely reasonable during this conversation, which we weren't expecting given... Given how she's reacted to things previously, I was not expecting her to be rational and articulate and just be like completely reasonable about the whole thing. And then you come at her with this. You have three days to decide if you're going to convert. Like, no, no. So I sentence you to having the fleas of a thousand camels take up residence in your pants. I don't know who I feel worse for, the the fleas or uh, or him. I I think he was actually quite mellow about it though when he said you have three days he backed the fuck I, off when, well, he was, when, Br- I, I when Brittany brought him was, some reasonable arguments well he probably doesn't want to have this spectacle in the restaurant right like nobody wants to, to yell in a place where you still have to go to afterwards but uh, i don't know i but, i think i i feel like with Brittany, she is told things but she doesn't hear it I no, I honestly think like he like he said, my wife needs to be Muslim. To me, that would mean if I'm going to marry him, I need to be Muslim. I you know, she she had like this mission to corrupt him as soon as she got off the plane and I don't think she's Well, I that think plane. well, I think you know, we've we've talked about this before and I think that he's kind of this 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 Arab fuckboy, right? Where he Pretends he's this this halal guy for his parents and he's all good and, and follows all the, the law and tradition. But then outside of his parents, he's drinking, he's smoking, he's doing having premarital sex. He's doing all these things that are that he's not supposed to do, but he doesn't tell his parents any of this. And I think Brittany has gotten that side of him. And then she's he's like acting like, oh, you know, now that things are serious with them he's acting like he's got to be this one way. And, and she's like, wait, 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 but this is not the Yazan I signed up for, up for, you know what I mean? Right. But you still have to, if, if, if the whole thing is about playing a part then she has to play the part too, she can't be she wild does. in front of the parents. Yes. I agree. Right? And, and do whatever she wants to do and then expect acceptance from them. Yeah. I struggled with this one cause I don't really like Brittany and I don't really like their storyline. But I was thinking about it from her perspective and beyond the fact that I thought that she handled the situation actually very well. I was I did not expect that from her. Like I can see from her perspective thinking that maybe it wasn't a because like you could say, look, just Google Jordanian culture. You'll you'll like this is not hard to figure out. And but I can I can totally see where she maybe thinks that he's a different type of person than than what he's become when she's there. And so actually actually have to think that she 
was kind of justified in having that view. Right. So can I talk about what was in my inbox then, since it's related to this? Absolutely. Okay. So somebody um, who wants to remain anonymous messaged me saying that they know, because they're close to the family, that the storyline is fake. Okay. That the argument with the parents is real, but everything else, their you know, conversation at the restaurant, all fake. And that according to them, so we've got to remember, this, this is not... Verified. Uh, it's not independently verified. verified. This is just, you know, tidbits of information that flies into the DMs. Um, saying that she's just using him and the situation and the opportunity for fame. That I would mean, make kinda, sense. She kind of radiated that from day one. Yeah. And a lot of people say that she's said it herself. I don't know where it was. It's more like, you know, this person said that that person said, mm. you know how that goes. Yeah. But, you know, it's 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 worth mentioning. We all know that to a degree they're they're kind of fabricated and producer driven, but you know, you never know how much. Right. Like were they ever a real couple? Were they like how did how did they if if they're not real and she's just using this as a as a vehicle for fame, how did she and Yazan come to be, you know, how did he come to be the one that she's doing this with? Did they have some kind of relationship? Did they have a relationship? Maybe just not as serious as what uh, like, oh, let's pretend we want to get married and I want to move there. You know, like at some point, you know, with the other way, we, we know that that's all pretend anyway. They don't really want to move there for the forever and ever, never. It's just because both parties can get paid while they're filming the other way. Right. And, and all and, the lives that she's been doing and all the video lives that she's put out, it looks like she's back in Florida. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, going to the end, she's obviously not still there. So I feel like as soon as the cast figured out that they can do, they can get dual paychecks from before the 90 days and the other way, that mainline 90 day is kind of doomed. <laughs> the other way is more lucrative. Well, because yeah. I and mean, before, and we're saying that she lucrative. used him. They could have been plotting together or Correct. okay with it together. Like it's not yeah. always on. Like on hey, one like they may like they may have had a legitimate relationship, but maybe not as serious as getting married. But like hey, let's apply for this and let's pretend like we want to get married and I want to move there. Then we'll have this big fight and I'll move back and it won't you know be permanent. I.e. Tim and Jennifer and uh, Ricky <laughs> and Melissa. All those completely fake. Yeah. And, and, you know, a source at the network once told me that so many of these stories that we see and we say like, oh, producer driven, producer driven. It's because the couples themselves are the ones that sold those storylines to the network. Like they said, hey, we can do this or we can do this or we can pretend this and we can pretend that. And then they go with those stories. It's because they are the ones, the couples themselves are the ones that came up with those storylines <laughs> all right so it's time for our social media roundup uh, yeah, correct that whip. Um, <laughs> you were a little too enthusiastic when you said that just now i like uh, that's an appropriate amount of enthusiasm for it um but there's not an appropriate amount of enthusiasm because social media is kind of uh, today um, but I did post today, Kalani uh, posted on her Instagram a very long spiel about uh, leaving the diagnosis of, uh, what do you say? I think it was ADHD and autism. 
autism to the professionals. I, I think a lot of people have been trying to armchair diagnose uh, a Swelu based on the show and what they saw. And, you know, there's considerations, as Kalania said, of not knowing the language doesn't mean you're slow. And, and for me, it's like, I wish that, you know, posts like this didn't have to come out. Like people DMing saying you need to go have your kids checked to go make sure they're not autistic. It's like, come on, people. Um, I Okay, yeah, Karen. That, okay, that's Karen. too far. <laughs> damn it. Gosh. Um, next, I have Jahoon is back on Instagram. I think he took a break to take a break. Uh, he's back on. He did a live today. He says he wants to gain weight because he lost a lot of weight or he's not eating. I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure if he wanted to gain more weight or get more muscle. Well, he probably wants to get more muscle, but he's going to end up just gaining weight. I mean, there's, I mean, you know, as long as he feels good. I mean, I, you know, he's probably naturally thin. So I, you know, he's back though. He's okay. He's alive. He's working two to two, and he will be okay. Those <laughs> yeah, are his people, words. Those are his words. I will be okay. Um, yeah, he couldn't answer anything. Of, yeah, they were worried. I mean, anyone who, like, ghosts on Instagram now, especially if they're on TV, you're, you're wondering, like, what's going on, you know, especially with Devin back in the States. And a lot of people have wondered if maybe he wasn't happy with her having an OnlyFans. There's a whole bunch of stuff swirling to why he would, you know, instantly cut off his his social media. Um, somebody who is back on social media is Nicole. I have Nicole and Azim. Wow. I take a deep. I, I know. I take a deep breath because <laughs> I think pe- I think people are just tired now. Like they don't even care anymore. Like no, go, see that's oh, not true like- because every time I do a Friday Night Live, Friday Night Live, they I get, always 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 get questions about Nicole and Azim. Nicole, what's what's going on with Nicole and Azim? What's going on with Nicole and Azim? I, it's, it's so rare. Like every time I post, the sentiment is don't care. Please stop posting about it. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Like yeah, you I scroll down you. Yeah. every third comments, who cares? Who cares? Um, especially when finally, like we were starting to go, okay, she's actually in Morocco. And I think a lot of upset was how, when she went out there, it was complete silence. And that could be because she didn't have Wi-Fi. I don't know what the situation was out there. I don't think she expected to be stranded for months. Um, but yeah, absolutely, absolutely nothing, absolutely nothing from her. I think the reason you didn't see hear from her is because she was riding a camel through the desert trying to find where Azin was. <laughs> or walking it, through the it, sand dunes. It was like, well, th- that's why it took five months. <laughs> oh. oh. That's so, such an iconic picture, though. I know. So so this has been what you and I talked about a long time ago when she first went over there. It was like, and we were debating, was she there or was she not? Was because she posted all these pictures in the run up to her flying over there, including her at the airport. Wouldn't she have been posting if she was there with as in, wouldn't she have been posting lives and all of these things? And, and she we put we we got a couple not even like on one hand can count the number of pictures that she posted from over there. And now she's on her way back. Suddenly we get a picture of her and him together, both wearing masks. And then we get 16,000 
you know, airport pictures of her six different, you know, flights that she had to take to get back to Florida and and the Starbucks that she went to when she come back. I would be missing Starbucks, too. I did not. Do not falter. (laughs) (laughs) But my point, my point being, we see how many pictures of her just on the plane coming back. But then we did while she was actually over there for five months. Like, what does something, something is not computing here, right? Something doesn't make sense about her time there. And I'm wondering, I keep going back to this thing that you dropped in my ear, I think it was last week, was, you know, she gets over there, like maybe, I think she she was surprising him or something. She gets over there and things are not what she wants them to be. So she's not going to be able to post these happy lives with him because... He's not into her, and there's no cameras, so why is he going to pretend? I don't know. Like, well, here's what? were cameras, and we don't know. That's like, what I was going to say. Maybe, mm. maybe the reason is because they actually were filming a new season. Like, I feel like they would be done with that storyline, especially since it, it 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 is true that he's married. Though, was that? We don't know. We don't know it, that. It, it's so hard to know what's what's actually true or not. With how that. do we but, know that? How do we know that he's married? It would be a pretty good season of before the 90 day season five. It was just Nicole riding a camel through the desert trying to find Azan. I would the watch search, that shit. The search for Azan. Yeah. Where's Azan? It's one relationship and that like, I'm not even sure people are rooting for. And though, they would have she, like one part where it's because it have two teams, right? Team A is following Azan trying to hide from Nicole and Team B is following Nicole trying to find him. And they just alternate back and forth. That would be an <laughs> awesome show. But I mean, I think that like even if even if the film crew went over there, they wouldn't be filming for five months. No. Um, there wasn't an expectation of a quarantine. There probably wasn't an expectation not to be able to get home. Um, so I don't know. It, it, it's just very it's interesting how much teasing we got. And then she left for Morocco. Nothing. Mm-hmm. I think she I think she went on uh, Cheryl's World for 10 minutes. Oh, in the dark, right. And did an interview in the dark. Like, no one knew it was really her until, like, the last three minutes where she showed, like, a sliver of her face. But it was, <laughs> you know, her, her comments and responses to the questions they were asking were very short. Yes. No. I'm not happy. Like, like you know when you're not supposed to be up in the middle of the night? <laughs> and you don't I'm want always your up parents, in the middle of the night. <laughs> you don't want your parents to hear you? Well, when you were younger, you didn't want anyone to hear that you were, like, on the phone still. So you're like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, think about it midnight. Um, I just don't know. It's just so bizarre. And then to get a flood of like all her trip pictures once she gets back. So I personally don't doubt that she was out there in Morocco. But the biggest question is, I I guess if anyone has it, is what happened? And I mean, are there any details to give? Because some people, I think, feel like she was milking the story of is she there or is she not there? You know, the clickbait cash that you can get from. Mm-hmm. Which has always at, been one of her MOs is these clickbait yeah, stories. Right. Yeah. But just the whole like it's finally over, or it's real or finally doing this. And it's just like if you would have just like communicated that then there wouldn't be any money to be made. Right. So. Mm, well, yeah. I mean, there's all, there's all kinds of suggestions of, of the whys and all that. But we we, we don't know. That's kind of. The, the, yeah. The bottom line that's kind is of the we conclusion. Don't. We don't know. <laughs> But I personally believe she was in Morocco, and I personally believe she's back. And mm-hmm. I think that's probably all we're going to get for right now. And all May got was that lousy T-shirt. I know. I'm like, you couldn't have brought her back. Like, I, I don't know. I've never been to Morocco, so I don't know what you'd bring back. 
Listen, she either needs to bring her back a baby camel or a genie in a lamp. Okay, so I, when I went to uh, the United Arab <laughs> the United Arab Emirates, and I toured all of the Emirates, so I was yeah I saw I was at Abu Dhabi. I went to spend some time in Dubai. I was in Fujairah, like all of them. And so when I came back, I was there for two weeks. When I came back, I brought like a lot of different candies, like Arabic candy and stuff like that, because we like candy at my house. I bought a camel's milk chocolate is kind of like the big tourist thing it's made out of camel's milk versus whatever cow milk and um shape of a cho- you know shape of a camel you know and i brought yeah i brought back some little dishes and bowls and things like that because there's really good um you know sort of artisan wares and stuff and whatnot i would imagine in morocco there would be similar types of things i feel like maybe we didn't maybe we need to give nicole the benefit of the doubt and maybe she just didn't show all of the things that she brought back for me and she or just brought we back could be the- or we could be realistic and assume that she didn't go to those areas and just went to the gift shop at the airport <laughs> What's wrong with that? that? That would be a very, oh my God. Can you imagine all the, and there already are all the, all the theories about where she really was and all that stuff. She only made it to the gift shop, but then the quarantine kept her there. So she had to actually stay. And then she what if she's actually been in the on. airport the whole time? No. Oh, not. like lost in translation? <laughs> the movie? He wasn't stuck, stuck in the, the airport. airport. He was no, stuck that, in the airport. that was that that no, it was a different one with uh, with I think it was Tom Hanks. It was a Tom Hanks movie where he where he becomes stateless and he's just trapped in the airport. Yeah. That's Wasn't not that lost? In, oh, OK. No, that's lost not in lost translation in. is that Sophia Coppola movie starring Bill Murray and Scarlett Johansson. Oh, OK. Sorry. That takes wrong place in Tokyo. I'm they, always getting bringing... the wrong movies. Always getting the wrong movies. <laughs> you have all the wrong movies. All the wrong movies. <laughs> I try so hard. And I'm like, Judge Dredd. Oh, wait, no. Nope. <laughs> Demolition Man. Uh, okay. Well, thank you, Hanakawa, for trudging social media so the rest of us don't have to. And now it's time to ask the visa officer. All right, you guys, I want to focus in on one question this week. I know I usually do two or three, but there's one specific one that I got that I think is worthy of kind of talking about in a little more detail, and it's very topical. So um, let's get into it. I was asked this week whether or what Karini's options are, given this whole situation in the in the meta in the metaverse uh, with her and Paul. Um, and so I just kind of wanted to walk through sort of what is likely to happen with her and what she's likely uh, to be to be doing. Um, so for those of you who are not aware, she's here on a CR1 visa. That means she is a conditional relative first preference uh, and it's a type of spousal visa. The conditions are that they have to be married for two years and then she can apply to have those conditions removed and become a full legal permanent resident. Uh, of the United States. Now we learned from statements that Paul made, and you know these these are just statements from Paul, so you know uh, they haven't been independently verified. But what he has said is that uh, even though they're at the two-year mark, they haven't filed for removal of conditions, um, even though they're eligible uh, to do so. Who knows what what the reason is? So, given what we given what we have heard about their situation. Uh, the most likely thing that Karini is doing is she's going to either file a Violence Against Women Act claim in order to be able to self-petition 
and be able to stay here based on that. The Violence Against Women Act uh, provided uh, victims of domestic violence the ability to file a self-petition, meaning that you're not tied to a particular American citizen to derive your status. And um, part of the reason they did this, and along with other reforms that preceded the Violence Against Women Act, was to prevent American citizen petitioners from abusing the immigration system in order to keep women in very uh, bad uh domestic situations. So there's actually a variety, there's a variety of laws that have been passed over the last, I'd say 30 years or so that, uh, that, that, you know, put in these protections and, and strengthen them. Um, so one of them is the violence against women act immigration, um, provisions, which will allow her to self petition. The other option she has available to her is to request a waiver of the marriage requirement for removal of conditions. And this was authorized under the immigration reform act of 1990, what this means is that when she, so as I mentioned before, you have the conditional period, which is being married for two years. But if you are a uh, victim of domestic violence, then the then the Immigration Reform Act of 1990 allows you to uh, waive that requirement and get the conditions removed and still be able to maintain your status uh, here in the United States. Again, it was put in as a protection for people in a situation uh, that that Karini might might be in. Um, um, I wa- I'll put, I'm going to point this out to um, over the weekend, I believe it was monsters and critics um, dot com reported that their Paul and Karini's uh, hearing was today um, was August. Uh, yeah, August 11th, Tuesday, August mm-hmm. 11th. Um, they reported that over the weekend. They apparently got some court documents that that indicated that. That is all we know at this point. I don't know that a- anything has been reported further on there um, on, as to what occurred. So we just want everybody to be safe. So mm-hmm. we hope we hope that that's all. You know, Hopefully kosher. things are proceeding as uh, as they should. Um, now, one thing that I think is also worth mentioning is that um, because I think there is Paul has sort of insinuated on social media that Karini might be going back to Brazil. I, I have no idea if that's true. I don't think any of us know if that's true. But I would say that she probably needs to be careful about go- potentially going back to Brazil, because given that she is at the point where removal of conditions needs to be sought, um, her conditional green card might also be close to expiring. And if the green card expires while she's out of the country and removal of conditions has not been completed, she may encounter some trouble trying to uh, return to the U.S. to continue with uh, the legal proceedings that are underway. Especially there are some existing travel bans related to Brazil that are connected to the uh, the coronavirus. And unless her status is, a, is relatively secure, it would she's bringing on a bit too much risk in leaving. Um, that would be my my read of the situation. Um, I think she said in one of the, the, the papers that she filed that we saw um, that she had didn't she indicated she didn't want to go back to Brazil. And that was just what was posted. I think one of the documents that Paul had posted about that she had filed and she had said she didn't want to go back to Brazil. But that's based purely on what was posted well, on social what media. He's, what he's putting out. And I yeah. think 
And hopefully, I mean, this is a good question that we're answering for a listener, but I am hoping and assuming that her legal counsel knows all this already. Yeah, and I think that she needs to um, just be very conscious in consulting with her attorney before she makes any kind of move so that she can get the best legal advice and obtain the most insight because sometimes you can kind of get your foot in a bear trap if you don't know if you don't know that you should be watching out for some uh, particular thing. The immigration system can be um, complex and unfair sometimes, and I would, you know, just it 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 has a well, lot. Well, I feel I feel like we get a lot of questions that that have to do with the Violence Against Women Act, um, whether it's specific to somebody on the show or just general questions about it mm-hmm. like what what will happen if this happens just sort of people genuine like I, I see it in the comments and stuff sometimes just people reflecting or whatever um so i think it's good information i think to always go back to to, to what is mm-hmm. the you know what i mean like it's yeah. one of those topics that keeps coming up over and over again regardless of what's happening on the show or what's happening on social media with with the the cast or whatever so um you know it's good information that you put out there so yeah hopefully it helps people you know especially for people who might be worried about her her status to know that there are a number of protections that are built into the law um that she can avail herself to so i'm just speculating um but i think i think i'm correct about this she appears to have legal counsel and you know, one of the things the Violence Against Women Act does is it does is, is it authorizes money to be spent on providing access to legal services for those who may not have access on their own. So um, my I and just based on the statement she puts, she's put out the way they're written. It seems like she has access to counsel. Um, but I think that it would be re- if she's if she is listening to the show, which I kind of don't think she is um, <laughs> before she contemplates anything regarding leaving the country, she should have a very long talk with her attorney to make sure that she is completely safe in any kind of action uh, that they that she takes. Because like I said, so sometimes you can un- unintentionally step into a bear trap um, just because the, the, the immigration system, it's, it's a it's been put together with, you know, popsicle sticks and duct tape over, you know, about <laughs> la- the last 130 years. And it's kind of a mess. Well, I think I think the the caveat to have a long talk with your immigration attorney is probably really good advice. Um, Not necessarily the immigration attorneys we see on 90 Day, because as we know, um, those are often not correct, like your nemesis, Lou, who counsels Angela on lots of wrong wrong things. Angela, come come into my DMs. I'll I'll try to, let's see if we can find you some better better help. (laughs) Well, and we also have to remember the the visit is also to go along with the storyline. So it's really hard to create that um, crosswalk from what we see on the show to what actually happens. Well, one thing I've noticed a lot with a lot of these uh, professional visits is that they're actually initial consultations. Like someone like Paul or someone like uh, Michael from Michael and Natalie, like I'm going to go see my immigration, my immigration attorney. And it's obvious this is the first time the attorney's ever seen them. And it's it basically they're just trying to milk their free consultation and the attorney's trying to advertise their services on the show because most lawyers will give you a free a free consultation appointment. I, they, I would like to think you. that when it comes to these attorneys that or just attorneys in general that like 
these people have, have all have all consulted with real attorneys outside of the one that they're consulting on the show for purposes of the storyline. I, I, I imagine that's how it happens in my head. I don't want to know that it's not happening. <laughs> but with Angela, I, we know it's not happening. Well, and I'm a skeptic. They may not even need the counsel. They're just going because the storyline says bring in lawyer. You know, right. So well, it's from a narrative perspective. If you're going to try to address some sort of question related to the process, you need an appeal to authority type figure. Mm -hmm. um, and so they they'll find somebody who, who doesn't mind being on the, the, the trash heap that is 90 Day Fiance. And what a trash heap it is. Glorious, yeah. glorious trash heap. Um, well, thank you for that, Agency. Sure. And if somebody does have a question um, about something happening on the show or other situations, how can they submit a question? Well, I'm always available through my uh, direct messages on Instagram. If you have a question related to your own visa case, you can visit my website at asktheVisaOfficer.com. There are a variety of services that you can uh, avail yourself to for your specific question. Um, so that's the best way. And then also on, uh, typically I didn't do it this week. I'll probably do it next week on Mondays. Typically I will post a request for questions in my Instagram stories. So you can submit that way. But if you have a question and you don't see a way to submit, just send me a direct message. I usually respond, respond to almost everybody. But if somebody is not on social media, as we know, many, many, many of our listeners are not on social media. I mean, that's why they rely on us, right? And our social that's media true. roundup. Uh, they can go to your website, askthevisaofficer.com, or send you an email at... Uh, the best way is through askthevisaofficer.com. There's a contact form um, that you can go to, and you could submit a question for this show through that as well. That That's fine. I don't mind. Excellent. And if you are feeling kind of randy that day and you want to um, send us a voice question for us to use on the air on the show, um, you can go ahead and send that as, as well. And we can play that for funsies. Mm -hmm. that, that's, that's totally fine. OK. And well, where else can people find you? Uh, well, beyond the website, um, people can find me at at the real agency on Instagram. Um, I'm begrudgingly present on the platform. Um, you can also find uh, the agency show on YouTube. Um, I know I've been teasing new content for a while now, but I swear to God it's in the works. So content tease. Yeah. So go subscribe. We recently, I recently passed a thousand subscribers. So that was a nice milestone. Woo! Um, go. So yeah, there's a lot of fun content there and even more fun content that's uh, that's on the way. You can find me on Instagram at 90 Day Fiance Today and on YouTube at High Functioning Millennial. Um, all I have right now is OnlyFans review because 90 Day Fiance cast can't stop making OnlyFans accounts. So and we beast. are watching those reviews. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm it's, enjoying that. It's the so heck sad because I really, really wish I could show like, I don't want to say like show the whole photo or like show like a glimpse of it because some of these, some of them are raunchy. Um, and I'm just, I'm more shocked to see them on the show and then go, yep, I've scrolled on that. <laughs> <laughs> it just adds a different view that I'm not sure how comfortable I feel with, but yet I keep doing it. So there's my shame for the week. Well, the people like it. They're eating it up, right? So, <laughs> yeah, we have on Fisa, Erica and her new boyfriend created one. 
and Fisa's on there. I not, did not, not know not that. The, but just to clarify, not the three of them together. It's on no, no, Fisa, no. <laughs> then Erica I mean, and her Erica boyfriend. I mean, that's interesting OnlyFans. But no, on Fisa, I think hers is probably going to be more workout related. Um, yeah, I but have, did you see I, the recent I, stuff she's posted in the gym? Well, she's got a profit. You know, like, I mean, this is what she's posting in the gym and you can see like her entire butt cheeks. And well, she does. She, she does works like the bodybuilding show. Yeah. So she's, it's it's like, not foreign for her to show her butt. No, not at all. And it's um, she looks good. I, I just got to say, I'm just saying she looks good. This is yes, what she, she looks like in the gym. I can only imagine what she'd be showing on old. You, you can see how hard she works and yeah. leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nice. Um, more power to her. Gosh. Um, I am Katrina. You can find me at frauded by TLC on Instagram. You can also find me at just frauded on Instagram, which is my personal stuff, which is all my non 90 day related content over there. I am doing a giveaway on frauded by TLC. I am almost at a hundred thousand followers, which is absolutely insane. And to celebrate it, I'm giving away a huge prize package, which includes, uh, some some gifts from some creators that make 90 Day Fiance fan art, I would say, and uh, just multiple lots of lots of fun things that we're going to be shipping out. And then also you can get a free Patreon membership for six months and you can also be a host of the Patreon show for an episode, which would be really cool. So for um, the Patreon, you guys have been amazing and uh, our fraudience has been growing. So since last week, we have, give a shout out to Diana, Corin, Jules, Jeanette, Katie, Karen, Angie, Brenda, Jill, and Raphael. Thank you guys for joining the Fraudience, and uh, we we appreciate you over there. If you are interested in the Patreon, that is patreon.com slash the Fraudcast. We talk about all kinds of stuff over there, some 90-day related, some reality TV related, uh, where we get into analysis and, and discussion of, of some, some heavier topics. We also have Natalie's interview over there, which was amazing. We have some other big interviews coming up that are going to be happening over there. And um, just a lot of a lot of good topics. And if you guys have something you want to hear us talk about, shoot us a message and let us know at any one of these avenues that we've discussed. Um, we would love to see what kind of content you guys want to hear from us. So that is our show for today. We appreciate you spending your time with us. If you've enjoyed what you've been hearing, please leave us a five-star review and rating if you are so inclined. There'll be a link in the show notes for that. That's all we've got for you today. We are the Fraudcast and we're dumpster diving so you don't have to. Hey, fraudcasters. You know, I used to find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting. They were the first thing to take off when I got home. But Skims has changed all that. You guys know I love my Skims Fits Everybody t-shirt bras. I own them in just about every shade now. I wear them every single day when I leave the house. And they are completely worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give. But what I was not expecting from them was how comfortable they are. Even the underwire bras that I wear all day, I barely even notice. Definitely not the first thing I take off when I come home anymore. 
Y'all, I'm a 36 double D and I've had a reduction and I've gone up and down and lost weight and gained weight and all the things. And the Fits Everybody t-shirt bra, I swear, fits me the best. I finally found a t-shirt bra that I can wear, but not only that, it is the best bra that I own. It holds the girls in so well. And let me just say, Hetero Life Mate really appreciates these bras too. Shop Skims Bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes from a 30A to a 46H. Plus, get free shipping on orders over $75. And if you haven't yet, please be sure to let them know that we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show, The Fraudcast, in the drop-down menu that follows.